Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. She said, I am your host, Travis Reed. Today, I got a, if you want to say oldie, but goodie, <laughs> somebody who's been on the show before. And, you know, it was so good to me, I had to bring her back on again. She's a very cool person, you know. And uh, this topic, you know, uh, last topic, you know, she might have ruffled a few feathers. But I think that, you know, her all her points she said were valid. So I appreciate her for coming back on the show again. Please introduce yourself to the people. Hey, everyone. It's Kaishi. I was on an episode with Travis in the past um, about fuck boys. (laughs) 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 Um, My favorite subject. But uh, but yeah. um. (laughs) No, yeah, she she actually she actually, you know, came to me like, please, can we talk about this? You know? And I was like, all right. It's something I think about a lot, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. And so we rolled with it. And like I said, it got a cool response. We got a lot of viewers that listen to the show. So I'm with it. You know, if anybody out there, plus future references, anybody out there want to have a subject that they want to talk about, feel free to DM me. Um, I'll, I'll give you my Instagram, you know, at the end of the show, but feel free to DM me and then we can go, we can go over it again. It's cool. So anyway, what we're going to start today um, is first, we're going to talk about dating, you know, and like, how should a man take a woman on a first date? Now, there's many different ways to go about this. Should a man go expensive, like take it to a nice, super nice restaurant where it's steak and lobster, yada, yada, or take her, you know, something as simple as a picnic or a coffee date. Um, hell, just even go get a slice of pizza or something like that. Just to, you know, go to the mo- uh, movies. You don't really, it's it's more dinner and a movie on the first day, but, uh, cause mm-hmm. you gotta get to know the person. Um, but yeah, so for me, I think uh, the first date, if you want to, not even date, but like first, yeah, you can say first date should be something regular just to test out the girl. You know, just to see what she about, because uh, if you're taking her out to a $500 dinner or $400 dinner the first date, she might be expecting that a lot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you What's know, wrong with that? nothing, but you should build up, <laughs> start at a level and build from that level, you know, but if you can afford it, it's cool. I ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, yeah. that's, that's what you want to do. Cool. You know, mm-hmm. I don't knock you, you know? Uh, but there's, you know, like, I just want to get to know you first. So getting to know you doesn't have to necessarily mean I got to do the, the super duper. That could be date number three, like to really impress you. So, mm-hmm. but for yourself, I want to know what you think about a first date. Uh, 
just what I think about the subject in general or yes or just the subject in general how do you feel like what would you what would impress you not impress you but what would make you happy on a if somebody wanted to take you out on the first date we'll go through that with yourself first and then like in, what do you think in general um can I start with the general first and then I'll go sure whatever you want what I personally would like yeah um yeah I think it depends on so many different factors. It's not like one solution for every guy and girl. Like it depends on the guy. It depends on like the kind of girl he's pursuing. It depends on how many women he's trying to pursue at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, is he, does he even have money? Like if he's broke, he <laughs> going in debt, spending all, all this money on women. So if he doesn't have that much money, he might have to do like a more affordable date. Uh, whereas, you know, if he's really wealthy, then he could afford more expensive dates. And also, how many women? Like, if you're going out, like, with a different girl every freaking night, like, <laughs> in, you, you can, unless you're mad rich, you probably don't want to take her to, like, a $500 steakhouse, you know, a, each girl, you know, to a $500 steakhouse. So if you're trying, if you're one of those, like, serial daters, you're just dating everyone off Tinder, then yeah, maybe just get coffee and drinks. But if you're like really focused on one girl and you're and you really want to win her over, like then you might want to invest more in her. And and it also wouldn't be that expensive if you're just focused on one girl. And it also depends on the kind of woman you're pursuing. Like, is she more high maintenance? Is she like bougie where she expects like, you know, like to be treated really lavishly and does she expects like does she expect like luxurious dinners and gifts and I don't know trips and all that shit or is she like more like low maintenance chill and she you know is not an expensive date like she, like she wouldn't mind you know coffee and drinks so it depends on the woman depends mm-hmm. on how many women depends on the guy and it also depends on what his goal is like is he just like some fuck boy looking for a hookup like is that <laughs> Then yeah, go to a bar and get her drunk, and then like hit it and quit it or something. You know, like. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if but if you're like serious and you're looking for something serious and you're serious about this one girl or maybe I mean preferably just one if you're actually serious, um, right. then you might want to put more effort into it. Like, for example, I me personally, I've only been in two relationships, but both guys took me out to a really nice restaurant for the first date like the kind of restaurant that you usually take people to like on anniversaries to but they were serious mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they, they weren't just looking for like a good time for a night kind of thing like they were serious and they were focused on just me so it, it wasn't a big deal to them to do that and I and by the way I did not request that I did not ask that they willingly volunteered that so for me personally, though, I definitely don't think it has to be an expensive date for it to be good, especially for someone like me, because I never eat out. Like, I'm not a food snob or a food connoisseur where I'm like, oh, I got to go to a five-star Michelin restaurant and try all these exotic, you know, whatever. Like, I buy all my own groceries. I cook all my own food. I never, ever eat out. Like, I don't care to do that. Like, I... I just eat my very simple diet that works for me. So I don't value those things. I, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not against it. If someone wants to do that for me, you know, I, I but I, it's not something I'm like 
passionate about, like, you know, trying out these different restaurants. For me, I like nature. I like animals. So like, I like active things. I like adventure. So I'm happy. To, and those, a lot of those things you can do for free. Like, it doesn't even cost any money to go on a hike or walk on the beach or walk in the park to go to like a botanical garden. I mean, if it costs anything, it's probably really cheap, you know, like $10 or something. So for me, because of the things I personally like, I would happily enjoy all these kinds of activities that are free or very inexpensive because that's what I like anyway. Like I like nature. I like the outdoors. I like, I like, I like being active. I don't like sitting on my ass doing nothing. Like I like to be like, I'm always moving. Like I'm always on the move. So like, I like, <laughs> as you can tell, since I'm like literally pacing as I'm talking to you. So <laughs> I like, yeah, I like to do active things. And that's what I did a lot back when I lived in Seattle. Cause that's in the Pacific Northwest, which is beautiful and just filled with different hiking trails. So when I did date there, like that's, that was frequently the choice of date was to go on a hike. And I loved it because I got exercise. I got to see beautiful scenery. You get to know each other because you're like walking or hiking and talking at the same time. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought that was perfect and it's completely free. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I, so, I would say this, choose your hike. <laughs> Cause don't want to get in a hike where you like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, you know, thank you. I know you're sweating profusely. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you're kind of out of shape. <laughs> I I actually got set up with this guy in Seattle by a friend and we did Blanca Lake, which is like literally one of the most difficult hikes you can do. Like when it comes to glacial lakes in, in Washington, it was so hard. The guy couldn't like, he like busted both of his knees and couldn't walk for <laughs> like oh. we all, we almost had to call like emergency service. Like he literally couldn't even get down the mountain anymore. Like I think he like sprained both knees or something. Oh wow, wow, yeah, that's a hell of a first impression. I tell you that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I was that's a crazy first impression. <laughs> he was like, "Just leave me. Go down and get some help." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was about to like do that, but then he he managed to pull through. But like, freaking, we didn't like finish the hike until like midnight. It was like scary like we were going down this like 4,000 foot mountain in the dark with all these tree roots and like yeah it was like that was really dangerous what we did <laughs> oh wow see okay next now I know because I'm not going to do that with you now any any <laughs> hike I would be during the day early in the morning so just to make sure I'm not going to be out there at night but um yeah. I'm not going to do that again <laughs> yeah yeah I've never actually went on like a hike date per se you know what i'm saying i went hiking you know what i'm saying before but never like on like a date because i feel like i i went out walking you know like around but never like a hike you know so mm -hmm. i would say that would be actually not bad i think like you were talking about is uh like doing something different maybe original is better than just like going on an expensive date because yeah. uh like like you said hiking or or like going like walking walking around like you know like you said botanical garden or mm -hmm. like something like that you know just taking a walk like i said going to get a coffee some yogurt something like mm -hmm. that is like better than like trying to floss 
and going to get like, you know, obviously if you have the money, it's not flossing, but like if yeah. you don't have, say you're in between, like you have a little bit of money, but you can't have no $400, you know, wine and dinner kind of uh, money. And so for me, I wouldn't, if I couldn't afford it, I wouldn't do it, you know? So, and I would never be shamed if like a girl wanted, let's just say she wanted steak 48 or something. I don't know. Um, and I was like, let's go to cheesecake. And she was like, ugh, cheesecake. That's beneath me. I want a steak 48. I'm Wait, like, right. I don't know. I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing out like a, a, a big restaurant that I heard that was, you know, that's, oh, yeah. I've never heard that. I was oh. like, is that a cup of steak? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's say roof, roof crisp is like a expensive steak. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Roof crisp yeah. Been. yeah, let's just say that because that's like $50 steaks and just steak by itself or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody shamed me for taking them somewhere or anywhere, unless it was like McDonald's or something, you're <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's is a little too. Yeah, too much, right? <laughs> You know, yeah, but I wouldn't take nobody there. But if she was cool with us going there, then I know she's a good one, you know. But it's not healthy. That's why <laughs> I, we're not, not thinking healthy. healthy. We're just talking about date, first date. That's it. <laughs> we know that you're in shape, okay? People who follow uh, you know that you're in shape. I'm like a health nut, so like, yeah, that's yeah. why that's part of the reason why I don't eat out is like I have a very strict diet, like a very mm. specific strict diet that I. I've been on for like 15 years now. Like I just like I eat the same kind of foods every day. Yeah, um, I can, yeah, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see that. So that makes sense. Like I said, but yeah, that is you know my answer. She has hers because she's uh, she doesn't really go out anyway, so she don't she goes mm-hmm. out for other stuff. You know, she don't really go out for for dinner and stuff like that. But if somebody did want to take her out to like you know fancy dinner wine she would do it yeah oh the other thing i forgot to mention about me personally okay i think nowadays like a lot of guys don't even take girls out to dinner anymore i think (laughs) i mean i i i haven't been in the game for some time but like i think that's the case so i think what guys typically suggest is like coffee or um uh, drinks but I don't drink coffee or alcohol or tea or like, I literally only drink water. Don't, no juice, no soda, no energy drink, no milk, nothing. Like I only drink water. So like I've had, <laughs> I've had guys that be like, Hey, do you want to grab coffee? I'm like, I don't drink coffee. And they're like, what about drinks? I don't drink alcohol. And then they're like, <laughs> they, you know what guy, you know what guys thinking is? She don't want to see me. She don't want to see me. Nobody yeah. not drinks anything. Yeah, some of them think I'm just turning them down. And I'm like, no, I legitimately, like, I'm a Mormon. I'm not actually a Mormon, but, like, I live my <laughs> life. I literally live my life exactly like a Mormon besides, aside from the marriage and kids. Like, right. I, yeah, I guess I don't gamble. I don't consume al- uh, caffeine, tobacco, alcohol. Like, yeah, so I'm. Yeah, so no fun. Okay, okay. Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey. You know, so I, I get it. Like I said, some people, some people, you know, live their life where it's no, no fun. No, nah, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. With you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I am very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stringent, strict. I would say strict. 
draconian on myself. <laughs> well, here we go. See, I don't even know how to spell draconian. So yeah. <laughs> um, but no, nah, I mean, like I said, that's actually pretty cool. Which moves me to my uh, second question. You know, uh, I know this question kind of like is somebody DM me about it. You know, to say this, I should ask you because um, they believe in it heavy. Me, I don't know necessarily believe in it. You know, I believe you can find it, but it's hard to. It's anyway. I if this is uh, the question is soulmate. Do you believe in? Do you believe in them? You know, do you believe you have a soulmate? Do you believe each person has a soulmate? Right mm -hmm. now, do I believe in them? Sure. I think that the person, a soulmate is in a different way, like someone who makes you the happiest that you ever be, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, if I not with this person, I'm sad as fuck, right? Or like all I can do is think about this person, right? And uh, that is a certain type of love that could be like, this is my soulmate, you know? And you'd be thinking like, man, like, you're in my head, you know, or whatever, you know, so. Um, but for yourself, obviously, we're going to go with two questions. Uh, do you believe you have a soulmate? And uh, do, you do you think you ever met your soulmate or you haven't met him yet? Um, well, in terms of soulmates as a concept, I definitely don't believe that everyone has one soulmate you know in their in their life and you know it, it's like this perfect match because like as you know i was a math major in college like that just mathematically does not make sense like, <laughs> first, of all, first of all there's a gender imbalance there's unequal males and females but beyond that there's also it's co also complicated by there's different sexual orientations not everyone's straight not everyone's even monogamous some people are polyamorous polygamous like and everyone has different life expectancies like if if it was true that every person had one soulmate their whole life like what if your soulmate passes away at a very young age are you just screwed for the rest of your life like you're just never going to find anyone else again <laughs> like that's not fair <laughs> you know and, and there's people who like never get married or whatever it's like so where is their soulmate so it just mathematically and probability wise it doesn't make any sense so i don't think that theory holds water but i do think soulmates are possible soulmate single or soulmates multiple is possible can be possible for people who believe in soulmates it's it's kind of like religion like if you believe in god then god exists and is real for you but if you're atheist and you don't believe in god then god isn't real for you um so i feel like soulmates is like that too like if you don't believe in it then yeah you're probably not going to find it because you just don't believe in the concept so even if you quote unquote met him or her you you wouldn't view them as a soulmate whereas if you believe in the concept then yeah you can find soulmates in your life and it also depends on your definition of soulmate like some people define it as like a romantic soulmate and it's like the person you're madly in love with you know for the rest of your life you marry this person you have to start a family with them like that kind of soulmate some people define they consider like non-romantic friends as soulmates like like they could be perfectly straight and consider like a same-sex 
friend as their soulmate. You know, it if you just define it as someone you have a deep connection with, mm-hmm. then then you could be soulmates with a friend, like a completely re- non-romantic platonic friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it totally depends on your definition and if you believe in them. And I believe if you do believe in them, you can have more than one in your life. You can have yeah. more than at a time. You can have romantic and non-romantic. So for me, I if if you just use the very simple definition of um, someone you had a deep connection with or someone you, someone you had a lot of common with, same values, and yeah, I've had soulmates, like both like in terms of people I've dated and people um, I haven't dated, like like women, I'm straight, but like, you know, female friends, I could consider them a quote unquote soulmate um, or like non-romantic guy friends consider them soulmates just based on being close and having connection with them. So, yeah, mm. but what, what were you going to say? No, no, actually, that's a that's a hell of a thing. I never thought about it soulmate in that way. You know, if I think about it in the traditional way of like, you know, whatever your preference is, man, woman, woman, man, whatever, or woman, mm-hmm. woman, man, man, whatever the case is, whatever makes you happy, uh, that kind of soulmate. But I never thought of a soulmate as a friend soulmate, right? As this is my soulmate friend. I never thought of it that way. Wait, really? Yeah, no, seriously. I thought, I always thought soulmate was just like somebody that, you know, you're with, you know what I'm saying? Not soulmate as a friend. That's actually a hell of a, hell of a concept seriously yeah so i because uh, i've had this discussion before in like with people and i saw so i've googled the definition of soulmates and like looked at different like you know, like dictionary.com and wikipedia whatever and like some you know it can be a romantic and the kind that you feel like a deep passionate love for but it could also just be someone you have a deep connection with and or you share a lot of similarities with like I think that's how like Webster defined it when I googled it earlier um and when I read the definition off Webster I was like oh well if that I think it said someone you're very compatible with and someone that you share the same values with well Mm -hmm. I'm like that would describe you know like my ex for example so like (laughs) so I guess you could say he was my he was a soulmate but not not in the t- not in the sense that like we were meant to be together for the rest of our lives because clearly we're not together and i don't talk to him anymore and it's fine but... <laughs> <laughs> well he might have been not a soulmate for the time maybe <laughs> oh you know that quote i love this quote um people come into your life for um a, a season or a lifetime yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. he was a reason in a season like a reason in a season yeah 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 yeah, so he was meant for that chapter of my life, and obviously not for the rest of it. So, oh, I, I, girl, you have no idea. I, I love that quote, and like I said, I think that people are—they do come in your life for seasons, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. the season is really short. Sometimes yeah. that season is long as hell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like it just, you know, like basically saying like everybody is in your life has an expiration everybody in your life has an expiration date mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so um sometimes that you know like your whatever it can last for a long time some sometimes mm-hmm. that shit is short because i've had six month relationships i've had eight year relationships you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i learned i learned a lot from both you know what i'm saying so it makes that makes a lot of sense 
I love that. And, and even if we're talking about like two people who are like soulmates in the romantic sense and they're like in love with each other and want to be each other for each other or um, each other's whole lives, they're most likely not going to live to be the exact same or they're not going to die at the same time. <laughs> One of them is going to die earlier than the <laughs> other. And yeah. so, you know, you're so they're not going to necessarily be there for your whole life or you're not necessarily going to be there for their whole life. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I was saying like people can I definitely think people can have multiple like it would really suck if you were only allowed one your whole life. <laughs> no, no, I, look, I, I'm getting kind of personal here, but, you know, I, you know, like, I always thought that maybe, you know, as far as my pops, I always thought my mom's was his, but um, it turned out they had a season, you know? Mm -hmm. for my parents and then my father remarried I remember mean, my father married my stepmother and now mm -hmm. they've been married longer than my mom and pops was ever married so mm -hmm. you'd be thinking like you know you want certain things to be that but sometimes it's not that maybe like I said long seasons yeah I mean I can totally relate to you because my parents are also divorced but I never thought my parents were soulmates God, no. <laughs> freaking Christ! Like, no, they freaking hate. Well, I wouldn't say they both hated. I think one hated the other, and the other one was. It was right. bad. Like, they right, had, right, right. I, that's why I'm so. Like, I have so many scars. I have so much trauma from their horrible marriage, and it's why I have so so much trouble trusting men. Why I'm so like cynical and like. Yeah, like like guarded and cautious about men, and just seeing the way my pa parents um, didn't get along and like their marriage. I, I honestly was like, how the hell did you two end up together? Like, you guys are literally opposites. You don't. There's no love. There's no affection. There's no. Why are you guys together? And why did you guys make me like <laughs> me into this world? Like, what the well, hell? I would say. I would say sometimes. My, not my father, but uh, uh, I remember, I think it was my uncle used to say, sometimes in the heat of passion, one head tears the other head, you know, tries, leads the other head, and you, you know, it might lead to something, you know, something that you don't expect. <laughs> and so just make sure the top head is leading the bottom. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. But they, they if, if, nothing else they gave me an example of what not to do like i'm like i never want a marriage like you two i never want to bring a child into the world with that kind of unstable what? dysfunctional home like what maybe their thing was to bring you into the world you are the blessing you know what i'm saying so you think about that maybe their sole purpose was to bring you into the world uh, I don't Doesn't that make you feel special? That makes you feel hella special, right? That's oh the God. only reason they hooked up was to bring you into the world. I don't actually believe that. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you'd be like, ah, uh, you know, like, like, yes, <laughs> you know. Okay, I, I wish. I I wish I had that kind of confidence, but I don't. <laughs> well, you should. You know what I'm saying? Like that's sometimes 
people, parents that don't work out, but their sole purpose was to have the beautiful daughter like yourself or the son, you know? All, all I pray to God is that please don't let me end up in that kind of relationship or marriage. Like, I'd rather die. In life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do not want to go through what they put each other through. Like, no, nah, I got you. Yeah. Okay, respect. Like I said, that's you know your family. I don't want to say anything. So yeah, I understand. Respect that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, so we have one bonus question that I was telling you about before that you know we can like uh, get into uh, before we get off here. This will be our last one. Um, when you have a friend and you cross the line with that friend. Can you ever go back to just being friends? Ooh, that's a really good one. Wait, cross the line romantically, you mean? Yes. Like, is it, are you saying both, say, both say, like each other or just like one? Yeah, like say you have a friend, say you have a guy friend and you uh-huh. and him one night cross the line of friendship to the other side the dark side or whatever. I don't know. Just say you cross the line. Say y'all intimate, you know, one night. Mm-hmm. And it's great, amazing, or terrible. One of the, you know, whatever. One of the three. Um, Can you ever go back to being just friends or will your relationship forever change? I've never actually had that happen. Like, like where we physically did something. Like, I have had, I've had friendships where there were feelings there, either on both sides or on one side. And of course, of course, with women, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my goodness, it is really hard. I, oh, like, so is the question like, can you guys be friends again? Yeah, can you ever go back? Or is it just forever changed? I think it's forever changed. I don't think you can go back. I think you can try to be friends. It's really hard. Um, and it, like, I feel like you, you have to, like, try to, yeah, if there's feelings there, there's always, like, tension there, you know? Like, it's hard to be strictly non-romantic friends with someone if one or both parties has like romantic feelings for the other so i i think you can but it's hard to not cross the line so you have to kind of like you just have to be really careful um i think like i said i've never had i've never actually done it but if you actually did get physically intimate i i definitely think that would have that would forever change the dynamic like you can't really go back um so I think it's possible but it's really really hard and you have to put a lot of like boundaries in place and respect each other's boundaries and space and like and and, like and it's challenging you know and like I said there's like if there are feelings there there's also tension there so like especially if you guys like date other people like you know it's it's then there might be like jealousy. There's like it's weird. It's like you might <laughs> you might like act like like act 
in a way that is beyond friendship, you know? Because, like, if you were just pure friends with no feelings, you wouldn't get jealous. But if you had feelings with them, you'd probably get jealous. So, in a way, you almost act like you're in a relationship with them, but you're not. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, ugh, it's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what are your thoughts? What are you, uh, do you have experience with this? Have I ever? I've crossed the line with the friend before and we eventually became friends again. You know what I'm saying? But it was weird for a couple of years, you know, a couple of years. Yeah. Like we were like, we were friends, like just friends, maybe a little tension there. Maybe we both liked each other, but like, you know, that person knew I was with somebody at the time and they had somebody at the time, you know? And then that person broke up with their per my per I broke up with my person, that person broke up with their person, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And then we took it there, you know. This is obviously a long, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. But we took it there, right? And it wasn't smooth. It was really kind of bumpy because it was mm-hmm. like we were friends, but we were trying to take it to that romantic level. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't it wasn't there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, after that kind of happened, I kind of backed up, you know what I'm saying? And we both kind of backed up. And so we just kind of didn't want to step on each other's toes for a while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it took, like I said, about a year and some change to kind of revisit the friendship thing, you know, because we didn't even talk about it. You know. What, you guys stopped talking for a year? Like, we yeah, we stopped talking for, like, it was, we didn't talk at all for, like, six months. And then, uh-huh. like, after six months, we started just kind of, like, messaging each other, like, you know, back and forth. But we uh-huh. didn't become, like, close friends again until, like, like, a year and a half later. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Wait, but you guys were eventually able to become friends again? Yes. Yeah. And with, without, like, tension. So, wait, how did you, how were you able to finally become friends again? Was it because you guys got over each other and moved on kind of thing? Yeah, kind of thing. Like she got married, you know what I'm saying, and had a family, and uh, you know, I obviously I, I went my way, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So like I said, we're actually you know we're friends to this day, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, we're not as obviously as close as we were, but like we're still you know friends, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I, I guess after we took it there, uh, it was it felt weird. You know, it was one of those kind of weird situations, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, like I said, I've never been in a situation where, like, uh, I was, like, a just strictly friend. And then, I mean, like, a friend with a opportunity to kind of squeeze in kind of thing. We were just mm-hmm. really just friends. Like, nothing ever happened. And then, mm-hmm. like I said, try to go there, and it just didn't. it didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so yeah it took us a little while to come back to come back for, you know be friends but eventually we got there well that gives me like that makes me more optimistic because you know I've I've dealt with this before and it's 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 like sad it's almost it's like heartbreaking because you feel like you you lose the friendship or you feel like you're gonna have to lose the friendship because you just can't deal with like it's like you guys can't be friends you know without like 
crossing the lines it's like you kind of have to like break up the friendship and it's like sad when that happens even though yeah I mean it's like when you lose a friend or when a friendship dies you know it's like sad and it's like sometimes I'm like is it ever like can't could I ever even be friends with this person again or is this like do I have to do we have to cut each other out of each other's lives like forever <laughs> you know like Right, right, yeah. right. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, like I would hate to, I would hate to lose, like, you know, like lose you forever, you know, if we took it there. And that's why I know some people don't never want to take it there with some people because they don't yeah. want to lose the friendship if something exactly. happens. Yeah, no, I, I relate to that too. Cause it's like, I, there have been friends in my life where and i'm like a really slow mover like a really slow mover like i haven't <laughs> like, <laughs> like i haven't liked a guy based on first impressions okay. since uh, since i was 18 so okay. like like uh, like what 17 that's 17 years ago yeah 17 years ago ever since then every single guy i liked they grew on me after like months sometimes years of knowing them it's like something changes later on where i'm like oh wait i actually you know i actually like this person (laughs) but like but i don't like guys right away like ever so (laughs) okay okay (laughs) no because it's like well damn you know what i'm saying so i guess all guys are like fungi to you because they have to grow on you and stick on you for a minute. <laughs> Dude, like I, oh my God, I was literally just talking about this with my friend like yesterday. Because he was like, how, you know, how can guys win Kaishi over? Like, how does Kaishi get won over by guys? And I was like, I was like thinking about in the past, the guys I've, that I've liked, like, what did they do? Like, what did they do in common that like won me over? And I realized like literally like a lot of them just wore me down like, <laughs> like they were so they were so persistent and just freaking like just came at me just kept going like would never give up just, despite me rejecting telling me no like, <laughs> just on the door and eventually they wore me down no but but not if they're like like an asshole about it i'm not talking okay. about like a douchebag who's like a jerk and like nags me and do all this I'm talking about guys who are very persistent and very sweet and ah, like okay. and, and like very good to me. Like they they wear me down by like like moving like touching my heart and like moving me like through their actions. Like they um like they're so sweet and they just keep sacrificing and doing all these like as you know, I'm an acts of services girl. So like they just keep doing they keep showing their love and their act through acts of service. And they never give up and they just keep persisting. <laughs> and eventually, after like months or years, literally, I'm like, wait, I actually like you back now. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, see, guys, this for any guys who's in their DMs, look to play the long game. So, <laughs> you are not yeah. going to get with her in the first six months. It probably will take a year. Yeah. Like, like seriously though, like no, no, she's no, no, she's no. I I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, exactly. You gotta play the long game. (laughs) Yeah, like the long game. You, 
It's chess, not checkers. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I actually never realized that about myself until last night. And when I was talking to my friend and we both came, like we both realized that conclusion together. Cause I was just like talking through like my past and I was like, Oh, I've noticed I'm, I'm personally noticing a pattern now. Like, I guess that is the secret to winning me over. <laughs> well, there you go. Like I said, it's always good to self-reflect to know what you actually want and what you will want from somebody to actually be with you. So it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, you learn from your past mistakes nothing's worse than repeating the same thing that's it's, that's the definition of insanity repeating the exactly. same thing over and over and over again and so mm-hmm. each relationship that you've been in either friends or otherwise you should be able to reflect and learn you know reflect and learn like in in that order reflect from the relationship learn from the relationship you know what i'm saying so that yeah. way that you don't bring it to the next situation so you won't be repeating the same be in the same box that you you know are in so and i have yeah, to learn that, that i have to learn that both ways friendships and relationships and that's really hard to yes. not bring baggage from prior relationships or from your childhood traumas like i know i have a ton of baggage from my childhood not so much from prior relationships because i can't complain at all about my prior relationship like i have nothing bad to say about my ex like he was so good to me such a good person like trusted him 100 he never gave me any reason not to trust him he treated me so well like i i don't have any complaints so i can't say i've ever like i don't have any baggage from that relationship if anything i have high expectations and standards from that because i'm like i i experience being treated well so i expect that from like my partners i'm like i'm not gonna put up with less but I do have a lot of childhood trauma, like I said earlier, like scars from seeing my parents' relationship. And that's another reason why I don't put up with shit because I saw, I mean, one party more than the other, but probably both of them like put up with shit from each other. And I'm like, I don't, that's why I'm like, I'm actually probably like a little overly sensitive about it where I like, I notice red flags and toxicity, like, I'm like really sensitive to it. So like, mm-hmm. because I'm always, I'm always afraid I'm going to get like abused because I saw abuse growing up and that's like my biggest fear is getting abused by my partner. So it's like, it, like it, it almost, I think maybe I like overreact because I'm like, like, Oh my God, is this, is he going to turn abusive? Like if he like loses his temper, I get like, I get like paranoid or like he like starts just not treating me well I'm like shit is he like is he like manipulating me is he like being emotionally abusive like so I'm just really sensitive to that because I I just I'm so terrified of making my parents mistakes so I'm like always on kind of like on edge and on guard with guys like looking out for these kind of things um because I don't want to allow myself to be subject to that you know like yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, these are the three questions that for this uh, episode, you know, I appreciate I appreciate Kay, you know what I'm saying? She's real cool, you know what I'm saying? She always spills her heart and tells you how it is, how she's feeling. That's why I respect her so much as a person. Um uh, please let the people know where they can find you and follow you at, please. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um 
so my Instagram handle, Twitter handle, Clubhouse handle, what uh, TikTok. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm pretty much on all the social me- media platforms, Snapchat, I don't know, Spotify. It's all my name, Kaishi Oyoung, as one word. No period spaces, nothing like that. So it's K-A-I-X-I-O-U-Y-A-N-G. So that's basically my social media handle for pretty much everything. So, but the one I use the most is definitely Instagram. That's where I post my pictures of my travels. And that's where I'm most active on. And that's the only place where I respond to messages, by the way. So don't try to message me anywhere else because I'm not going to even look at it. Um, <laughs> yeah. The only other one I kind of use sometimes is Twitter and Clubhouse. But yeah, mostly Instagram. Um that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you can follow me at Travis W. Reed, R E E D, uh, Travis W. on Instagram and then Travis W. Reed on Facebook. I'll, I'll post all my social media and whatever I'm doing on those two sites. Um, yeah. Like I said, in, if you go, when you go to Instagram, like I have my link tree. So if you want to see like show the shows, you know, I believe UCLA show and Athlete's Journey show. Uh, you know, like I said, they're all on that, all on my, my link tree. All right. All right. Like I said, thank you uh, for listening. We'll talk to you later. Peace. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.